You're listening to the Course Creation Bites podcast, bite-sized lessons for busy business owners creating, launching, and selling their own course. Each week, you'll get short, practical lessons that focus on one part of your online course creation journey and an easy action step to go away and implement. Here's your host, Sam Winch, the course creator, not the lunchtime food. Let's get started. platform isn't the problem. Hi, I'm Sam Winch, the course creator, not the lunchtime food. And today we're going to talk a little bit about tech, but perhaps not in the way you think. So funnily enough, I talk to a lot of people about online courses. And more often than not, the question I get asked the most is what is the best platform? And that leads me to all sorts of problems, which we cannot discuss in one podcast today, because honestly, there isn't a best. Um, I'm what I like to call myself platform agnostic, which means I don't just use one platform, but I use a variety of platforms for a variety of clients because I still honestly believe I haven't found one that fits every problem I've ever needed to solve. Anyway, we're going off on a, a long tangent here, but still, the, the question I get asked the most is about platform, and it's normally because someone is feeling stuck, and their first thing they get stuck with, or they think they get stuck with, with creating their online course is the platform to use. So it's like, I can't create an online course because I don't know which platform to use. So I'm going to let you in on a little secret. The platform isn't the problem. The platform should be, in reality, your very last step of creating your online course. So many course creators that I have met and I've spoken to go, ah, I want to create a course. Ah, which platform should I use? Right? It's just, it's like it comes out in the same question and the same thought process. And then they immediately get hung up on the tech. But most people who ask that question haven't got their course ready yet. And there is a lot of work that goes in behind the scenes in creating the content and the material and stuff that goes with the course. Now, I know that there are people who will tell you just to create a sales page and sell it and then make it later. And I understand their logic. It means you're not pouring in hours of work only to then not see the sales on the ROI to make it worthwhile. So selling something before you build it is financially a very smart idea. However, for first-time course creators, the problem with that is people underestimate how much time it's going to take them to build the stuff. My advice to most people starting out is if you want to sell it before you build it, build module one first and have a really clear plan for the other modules and then sell it. Because then you'll understand how long it's taking you to get all of the material for module one ready and you'll know if it's truly sustainable to sell before you build. We're getting slightly off tangent here, but it brings us back to the point that people come to me and say, I'm not sure which platform to use, but the truth is it's not the first question that they should be asking. Instead, I want you to think about it this way. One, what does course, and my good old air quotes are out here and then you can't see them, what does the word course or online course mean to you? What I really want you to do is sit down and work out what you want it to be able to do. So when you're thinking about a course, are you imagining that it will be drip fed out over weeks? They'll get week one on week one and week two on week two. Are you imagining that they all sign up together? Are you imagining that they can sign up at any time and all of the content will just be there for them? Are you imagining that they sign up at any time, but they still only get it drip fed week by week by week? Are you imagining that there are videos or PDFs? Do you want them to have to take little quizzes and answer questions? Are you imagining that they have some mechanism for support? Is that support somewhere like a group or is it the ability to leave comments underneath the content that they're reviewing at the time that they think about them or do they have to go somewhere else to get the support? There are lots of questions when it comes to what does course mean to you 
And there is no right answer, right? I've built for hundreds of clients now, and each and every course is different. It's a different combination and variety of support mechanisms and content mechanisms and timings. There is no one right answer. Different courses suit different audiences and different businesses. But you need to work out what you want, not what someone else tells you you should have, not what the internet is leading you to believe, but what do you want? What When you say course, what do you think that looks like for you and for your clients? What suits your business model? What suits your, your type of content? Two, now you can create your content that meets those needs. So once you've answered all of those questions about what a course means to you, you can start building the things you need to build to deliver that. So if you've said you want bite-sized pieces of content dripped out over a number of weeks, you can start to break down all that stuff you know inside your head into those bite-sized pieces. When people come at me and say that you should sell before you build, while I completely understand them, it negates some of this thought process. If you sell it, you haven't yet thought about how you're actually going to break that content down or what bits you're going to deliver when, and you're probably misleading people on a sales page and telling them what they're going to get and why. If you truly sit down and have a think about it, then you can create the content that meets the needs of you and your audience and create a great course, not just a shoved online really quickly course. Use this time then to start to build the bits that you need. If you want a course that has transcriptions for everyone for accessibility needs, you can make your transcripts. If you want PDF worksheets to go with every lesson, you can create those worksheets. If you want a video to go with every lesson, you can create the video. This stuff takes time, but now you can do that. Then, three, look for the platform that suits you. So rather than asking the worldwide internet what the best platform is and trying to force your business and your needs into that platform, find the platform that works for you. So people who haven't gone through this process yet tend to get to platform first. And what happens is then people tend to end up with a platform that has more bells and whistles than they need, which means it's more complicated than they need and also often means that it's higher priced than they would ideally like. If you're not going to use all of the complicated different bits and pieces that now come with course platforms, then you don't necessarily need to use all the bits and pieces that come with course platforms. You just use the bits you want to use. But if you know what you want a platform to do for you, you can find a platform that does those things within the budget that you want to spend rather than being drawn in, allured by a fancy marketing page for some of the big box platforms, which say they do lots of things and they do. But if you don't need it or you don't want it, don't get lured in by fancy marketing. Find the platform then that suits your needs and does what you want it to do. Some things to consider. Do you need it to drip feed over time? While most platforms do this now, some only include it at their second pricing category and don't do it in their entry level program or in their free section or whatever else. So if you know you want your content drip fed, it's important to have a think about when you're looking for platform. If you know you want video, consider if the platform hosts video or if you're going to have to pay for a separate video host. Not the end of the world, just something you need to think about if you've already decided that you want video inside your course. But can you see how you can make some of these decisions from a much more informed place if you know what you want your course to do, rather than letting the internet and the marketing world and the sales pages tell you what they you need, you tell them what you need. Okay, it's time for an action step because you cannot build a course by listening to me rant about the marketing of course platforms. Instead, you actually have to go away and do something. If you're at the beginning stages of looking for a platform, I implore you to just sit down and have a think about it before you start to go and dig around on the internet. It's very easy to get lost down the rabbit hole of 
pretty offers and pretty sales pages if you don't know what you want. So before you go in, sit down and really make sure you know what you want your course to do. If you already have a course and you already had a platform, well done for you, but it's still a great reflection task. Look back at the course that you've built and really think about if it's what you wanted to build or if it's just kind of what you ended up building. Does it truly do what you want it to do? Can it be expanded? Can it be edited? Can it be reduced? We talk about adding extra, but it's not always the best thing to do. And that's a whole topic for another podcast. Can it be reduced? So if you don't have a course and a course platform yet, take the reflections in this podcast and and answer the questions. But if you do have one, reflect on the questions as well and see where you get. That's it for this week. But as always, I will see you in the next one. Okay, it's time for all of those podcasty bits. If you've loved this episode, share it with your friends or just tell random people about it. Stop them in the street. Okay, don't stop them in the street. But please do share it with your friends, especially if you think they will find it helpful. Make sure that you have subscribed so that you get access to all of the future episodes. And better still, leave a review. Podcast reviews are like gold. So I would really appreciate it if you took a couple of moments and leave a review with your thoughts and takeaways from this podcast episode. Lastly, why not come over and join my free Facebook group? Simply search Content Into Courses inside Facebook. There's some good interaction that happens on over there. I'm in and out on a regular basis to answer all of your questions and to give some live tips and tricks. And you get to learn from other course creators about all the things you can do to grow your course and your audience. That's it for this time. But as always, I will catch you next time. Mm -hmm.